Hello, and welcome to the Better Noobs podcast. I'm your host, Sam Setti, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. In fact, let me just start out from the very beginning and put a little trigger warning in here, just in case anything comes up around mental health issues, depression, anxiety. I don't really know how it's going to go. I mean, I do have my list of nine reminders for when you're feeling low, but I'm not sure where my mind is going to go from there. So I want to put that first in case you might be struggling with your own issues and think that talking and listening to this stuff might be a little bit triggering for you. So take that with what you will. I think that's the saying. And the inspiration and the reason why I'm doing this episode today is because I myself have not been doing particularly well. I don't know how I come across on the podcast. I think, if anything, the past few episodes probably seem very peaceful, at ease, maybe a little bit more secure and sure of myself than I did in the past. And part of that is true. I can't invalidate how I felt the past few weeks in that sense of self, in that comfort of just surrendering and acceptance. But I've also been holding in a lot of hard and difficult emotions. It's not my place, I feel, on the podcast to talk about all of the hard stuff. I wanted to carve some time to do that today. I am recording this at the tail end of Memorial Day weekend, and for the most part, except for Friday night, which was a lovely night, I had the best time, I was with friends, I felt really just normal for the first time in a while, just like out and I don't know, it was a different feeling and it felt really good. But after that, I've really just been in my own company. And this was intentional. I didn't have plans and I kind of just wanted to create this space for myself. But in this space, a lot of difficult emotions have come to the surface. I've been learning how to just be instead of feeling this pressure to do something. I had a long list of things going into this weekend that I could potentially work on or do, and I haven't checked a single one of them off. In fact, this podcast episode was on that list, and I thought I'd batch record a bunch of things, and I'm proud of myself for doing this, but this is way more than enough. And I give this context so you can understand where I'm coming from right now. And as I confront my shadow self, as I sit in these emotions, I wanted, I was looking for something. I thought about reaching out to a friend, but I always hesitate, which is not the best. I do not model great behavior in this area, but I always fear that I don't want to be a burden on someone, even though you are not a burden. People want to help, but it's the holiday weekend, you know, like, A lot of people aren't available. It's been the Taylor Swift concert. I I don't want to ruin people's joy. And at the same time, the internet is not meeting my needs. And I was looking for reminders in a moment where I felt low, where I felt hopeless, where I felt sad, lost. If you haven't listened to the last episode, it really nails on the head things I've been feeling lately. Honestly, it was the first time I had the chance to talk and to think about a topic like that. So shout out to Reese. I actually had a guest on this episode, which is the first time and it was very fun. We were in real life together. So we definitely had that connection and banter, but thank you for raising questions to me both on and offline that no one has been asking me. 
In fact, I feel like I'm going on so many tangents, but on Friday, I saw someone who I haven't seen in a while, but they asked me how I was. And it sounds so silly, but no one's really asked me that in a while. And I was very composed. I said that day I felt very myself, but inside I wanted to break down because it made me realize how unwell I am, how directionless I feel, which is what that last episode was about. Recent I chatted all about just feeling lost for the most part in our careers, in our relationships, in these decisions. We like we just feel like we've lost our fire. I don't want to speak for Reese. I feel like I've lost my fire and I'm craving not even certainty just to know that I'm not alone. And so as I kind of process all this and I'm still processing, my mind is like scrambled eggs at the moment with feta. If you've never put feta in your eggs, mm, put the feta, put the baby tomatoes, put the little microgreens or arugula, whatever you've got, a little drizzle of lemon, do it. And I wanted some semblance, some reassurance. I've journaled enough this weekend. I've read enough this weekend. I At Target, they have these little art kits now. So I got this $10 embroidery thing. I've stabbed myself enough times with a needle because clearly I'm not talented in that department and it's fine. At least it gave me something to do, but <laughs> nothing is making me feel whole. And so I wanted to create an episode that can hopefully do that for someone else. Whether you're listening to this when you're feeling low or not, I don't really know, but hopefully these nine things that I walk through can give you at least a little bit of security and to know that you are not alone. And I'm also recording this part selfishly because you can probably pick up in the tone of my voice that my energy is pretty low right now. I've been fueling my body, but just not hungry and I feel really tired. I'm doing all the things. I'm going for walks. I'm doing a yoga flow. I'm having tea. I'm I'm doing the things and they're not working. And it is so disempowering. I think that's a word, disempowering. So if you've ever been here, I hear you. And I'm really grateful you landed on this episode today. So we'll see how it goes. I, again, I have my list, but don't really have any expectations. I hope you don't either. And consider this a laundry list of affirmations that you can pick and choose whatever serves you from. So the first thing I have listed here, the first reminder, is to let yourself feel. Suppressing emotions just builds up as tension. And that tension sometimes is identifiable. Is that a word? (laughs) You're able to notice it and pick up on it and say to someone, this is what I'm feeling. But I'd argue that the majority of the time, it just feels like unease. You can't sleep. You feel like there's this pitter-patter in your chest. You're still, your body's at rest, but you are not rested. Your mind could be blank, but it's still unstable. It could be racing. It's tension. Expression opens the door for release. Expressing these emotions, if it's sadness, cry. Just fucking cry. I haven't let myself cry in a while, and I need to do that. Talk to someone. Reach out to someone. Let it out. Do it in therapy. Somehow. Journal. That's been helping me a lot this weekend. Get it out. Express in some ways. Some of us are internal processors. Some are external. Most of us are both. There are so many medium media to express, and I might not have all of the answers, but if you're preventing yourself, you're, you're labeling a feeling as bad, I mean, no feeling is bad. It just is. 
And if you notice it, even if you can't slap a label on it, I feel like also that there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves sometimes to know how we feel. And sometimes you just feel. It just is. And if you are able to slap a label on it, notice it, acknowledge it, don't question it, sit with it. And the second reminder I have is loosely related, but it's that sometimes doing nothing is the most productive thing you could do for your personal development. This was part of my intent for carving this weekend of space for myself. Again, part of it was that people just weren't free and I didn't have things to do and I'm trying to save money, but I also online shopped because sales, yay. So clearly my plan didn't go according to his plan, but it was also this, I need space. I need just, I need a retreat. And although I am sitting in the same bedroom I always am and I have not left my home, I needed to mentally just create some distance between me and the world. And in our hustle culture obsessed society, unfortunately, ingrained when all of us, whether we are conscious or not of it, is this idea that we always have to be doing something, that we have to be productive. Productivity is everywhere these days. Efficiency, it makes me want to throw up because why can't we just be? And so when we do nothing, for instance, my weekend, I had that list of things that I could potentially do. And even if I didn't record this podcast, that's okay. It doesn't make me not productive because if you think about it, sitting and doing nothing sometimes actually is when you have the space to have these thoughts, to have these emotions, to let yourself feel, to have revelations. If we are constantly stimulated, constantly doing stuff, we can't just be. We're living in our minds. We're not living in our body and in the world. Our thoughts are constantly running. We have no release. And so if you're feeling bad for maybe not doing enough, and that's what's brought you to this episode, that is part of why you feel low, or maybe it's not, I don't know, and you ascribe to this hustle culture a little bit, know that you are doing enough and that this time is actually productive to your well-being if productivity is something you value so strongly. And you yourself are enough. In fact, this makes me think of a great book. I It was called Do Nothing, and there's a sloth on the cover. It's like a beige cover. I think the author's name is Celeste. I guess I know more than I thought I did. I read this a couple years back. Um, it was the end of my senior year. It was Yeah, it was New Year's going into 2022, and it was a great book. I honestly should reread it because it talked a lot about how we need to give ourselves space, how we're living in such a productivity-infested society. So if you have those kind of thoughts, I highly recommend. I will also drop my Goodreads link below because I love Goodreads. I love connecting with y'all on there and seeing what people are reading. It's my greatest social media joy. The third reminder I have listed here is that you are not your circumstance. I repeat, you are not your situation. You are not what is happening to you. These exist separately and you could be unhappy with your circumstance. You could be unhappy with your life situation. Like, do you think I'm happy that I'm single right now? I mean, granted, I did a whole episode on the upside of being single and I'm very comfortable in my state right now, but don't you think I wish I had a partner? Seriously, like ask yourself these questions sometimes, especially when you're consuming things on the internet, because there's always there's a craving for things in all of us. And I might not be happy that I'm living at home. I could find the meaning. I could find the joy in it. And now I'm totally just vented. But you cannot like your life situation, but still be 
in your life. Be present in your life. Find joy in your life. I mentioned I'm reading a lot. I'm reading three books at the same time this weekend. I finally just finished one last night. But one of them is The Power of Now. And I'm reading a chapter every morning, which is honestly has been so great. It's been helping me start each day very grounded and in the present moment, as predictable as that sounds, but truly. So I do recommend And the author mentions this, and I'm going to read a quote from the book because I just think he says it much better than I am. But when you find yourself – this is not part of the quote. I'll get to the quote. When you find yourself not happy with your situation, you want change. He presents – he puts it this way. You find your here and now intolerable, and it makes you unhappy. You have three options. Remove yourself from the situation. Change it. Or accept it totally. And now I'm sharing this because I think a lot of us, especially those who are internalizers, who take responsibility for their well-being, for their growth, they they take agency over their lives. I I definitely identify with that mentality. We are so tempted to want to do something. And we gravitate towards those first two options, remove yourself from the situation or change it. But you know what? Sometimes that's really freaking hard. Sometimes we don't have the ability to, whether it be financially or just situationally. We can't change things all the time. And so that last part, accepting it totally, surrendering to the circumstances. We brought up in the last episode about finding direction when you're directionless. Acceptance is part of maturity. And I've noticed that when I, I'm still working on this clearly if I'm in a low state, but when I start to practice a little bit more acceptance towards the things that I cannot change, towards even people that I can't change but are part of my everyday experience, I feel lighter. I feel less responsible for things, but also I feel less pressure to do something about it. Another testament that Sometimes doing nothing is the most productive thing you could do. The fourth reminder I have listed here has to do with what ifs. Oh, that makes me think of that great country song, What Ifs. I love that song. It's really good. It's a bop. You should listen to it. I forget who sings it. But if part of why you're feeling low is you're asking these questions, what if I did this? What if this happened? Or what if I do in the future? The thing with these what if statements is that it's rooted in the past or the future. It's rooted in time. You could wonder, what if I said this, but you didn't? What if this happened, but you didn't? I could say that, what if I went to med school, which is not really something that I've been thinking of. So odd and interesting, worth noting that that came up. But what if I went to med school, but I didn't? You could wonder all of these situations and scenarios of your life, but they didn't happen. Most of our anxiety, if not all, is rooted in time. We're anxious about something that happened, or we're worried about something that's in the future, and bring yourself back to earth. Come back to the present. If you catch yourself wondering what if, remind, like immediately answer back with a blunt ass statement, but you didn't. That didn't happen. So now what? You are here. Come back to earth. Reminder number five. Oh, I love this one. You haven't met all of the people in your life who will love you. And shout out to Robin Arso, and she's a Peloton instructor because I first heard at least some version of this saying in one of her classes and one of her cycling rides. And it hits. 
especially if you're lonely. I think loneliness is a huge, huge reason to feel low and a huge thing a lot of us deal with, especially in today's world. It, it can give a lot of peace of mind knowing that you haven't met everyone you're going to meet yet. And yeah, they're on their way. There's this noise outside that is so distracting. I'm sorry. Okay, I just shut my window, so hopefully that helps. That was making me so nervous. You have no idea. Reminder number six. Let's just come back. Let's start over. Someone loves you right now. I know we just mentioned how you haven't met all the people in your life who will love you, but there is someone out there right now who cares about your existence. Your presence in group settings is noticed. Your contributions are important. You matter. And I can keep saying these things. And I know that for a lot of us, they mean nothing. I mean, if you were to just tell me that too, I'd be like, okay, yeah, give me proof. Like where the fuck is the evidence? But if no one has told you that, which is likely true because we don't go around telling people, oh, you matter. You're so important to me. Or maybe we should, or maybe I just don't receive that validation. And that's just my experience. But I'm telling you right now that you matter. You matter to me. I look at the numbers for every single episode. I see them go up by one. You listening to this right now are one. I don't mean to reduce you to a statistic. That is not what I'm trying to say, but you matter, okay? In so many more ways than a silly number on a podcast, your life is noticed. It's a gift. So please just be kind to yourself. Number seven is another quote from that book, The Power of Now, that really spoke to me and put in a way that I couldn't how I've been feeling in my romantic and career life. That doesn't make sense. My romantic life and my career at the moment and honestly just everything. It kind of ties back to that directionless and feeling lost episode that I talked about before. But the quote is, why have so few seekers become finders? I'll let that sit for a moment. In fact, actually, I'll repeat it. Why have so few seekers become finders? When we're the ones seeking something, you're looking for love, you're looking for peace, you're looking for something. Those aren't the people who find things. In fact, I look back at everything good that has come my way, the people, the opportunities, a majority of them, or if not all, but I say a majority because I don't want to, you know, it's not all or nothing thinking someone out of the box is going to be like, oh, but this time, so there's my disclaimer. It's it, They weren't things I was seeking. I didn't seek my job. I didn't seek my closest friends. These are things that just, they came, they happened. Life happened. The money comes, the job falls in your lap. The man you marry walks into your life. It all works out. It always does. If you're spiritual, this is similar to trusting the universe. If you're religious, believing that God gave you a purpose, that he has a plan, that you are on this earth for a reason, and he believes in it. It's thinking about the unknown blessings that are on their way. In fact, not thinking. Why are we always thinking? Just feeling, believing, knowing inside that there are things happening for you and you just haven't met them yet. You just haven't encountered it yet. That maybe instead of looking, instead of seeking for answers, we could just be. 
I feel like that's the theme of this episode and part of my reading The Power of Now is this emphasis on being instead of thinking, instead of planning, instead of working on this and that. I was about to offer advice and say, be open, stay open-minded, work on being open. Why can't we just be? Maybe if we just be and focus on existing and being in our own presence, then we are open by default because our minds are not clouded by thoughts and anxieties and just all that stuff that lives up there. Instead, we're in touch with our intuition. We're in touch with how we feel and that guides us places. Then we're able to open our eyes a little bit more because we're not just so stuck in our head. It's incredible. So reminder number seven, why have so few seekers become finders? I might actually write that on my wall or something. I really like that quote. Reminder number eight, you need to fall in order to rise silly, cliche, whatever. Every single revelation or ignition or just exciting thing or idea that has come my way came from some sort of breakdown, some sort of falling, some sort of feeling of despair. It's through those moments that we learn, we gain information, we come back stronger. It's... (laughs) Thinking about it now, this finally makes sense and actually gives meaning to that very cliche saying that's like, oh, you fall down seven, get back eight or whatever. I don't even know the correct (laughs) correct semantics of it. But it makes me see the real value in that quote because it's in those past instances. Those are that's evidence. Those previous six times, those breakdowns, that's all evidence that you will rise. You can and will rise again because you've done it before. Things look different now. They probably feel different now. They feel more intense because we're in the now. We're not in the past. We're not in the future. You feel it now. You can and will rise again. And so right back to number one, giving yourself that space is essential. It's productive, <laughs> if you will. We need, we fall upwards. It's actually the title of another book I read. It was, it was okay. If you're looking for some self-help, personal discovery kind of reads, again, I'll put my Goodreads link down below so you can see what I've been, it's been on my bookshelf. And number nine, this is the last reminder I have for this episode, is something that actually someone who was once close to me would say all the time. And at first, like, I would just sort of recite it and it didn't mean as much, but The more I repeated it to myself when things maybe didn't go my way or when I was sitting with a difficult feeling or I felt stuck or felt like I was waiting for something to happen or waiting to live my life instead of just living it or really anything that felt like dread, is this too shall pass? We already talked about how there is meaning in suffering. There is meaning. There are revelations that can be had during this time. You are technically being productive in the spiritual world, but it's also temporary. The difficult thing that you're feeling, the lowness, the sadness, the loneliness, this too shall pass. It always has, hasn't it? If you're a runner and you're on a really difficult run and you feel it building up and you feel the stress in your body, that too shall pass. You're physically sore. That goes away. You have an injury. You heal. These are physical forms, but it's all the same. 
It all relates to whatever you're feeling emotionally, spiritually, inside of you. It applies there as well. So, this too shall pass. It's a reminder to myself too. And like I said, I am not surprised that this was a rather short episode, but I want to thank you for... Actually, first, let me applaud you that if you were feeling low for taking the courage to open up and listen to an episode like this, I think this is a form of seeking help. And so I'm really proud of you. And I hope you're proud of yourself too. And now for the very always necessary expression of gratitude, I thank you for holding space for me in a week that maybe I'm not really able to show up as my best self and sit with me in these emotions. So thank you for carving time out of your day. As always, please rate the show on Apple or Spotify or whatever you're listening to. It helps more than you know. So if you want to give back, that's definitely a way to do it. If this resonated with you, let me know how you're doing. My DMs are always open. I have my socials linked below. Seriously, don't be a stranger. I am here for you. Okay. And with that, I will talk to you again next week. Thanks, y'all.